Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 21. Plenty to get through this week. The group stages of the Euros are done and dusted. We've got Tommy on the other end of the line, who we'll get to shortly. Just quickly, a few housekeeping issues, if you will. Uh, we've had a few a few people have come up to us and noted that uh, they don't see our posts on Facebook. Um, doesn't show up in their newsfeed. It's because of Facebook's algorithm, basically. It's a pay-to-play system. Unless we pay for ads, you probably won't see our posts. Um, so if you want to get behind us and you enjoy the pod and you like the content we share, uh, take a minute, head on over to the page on Facebook. Um, you just have to change the settings so that um, basically so that we do show up in your newsfeed so you can see us um, and you can get involved and get engaged with us there. Um, it helps us, you know, the more people interact with our posts and stuff, you know, the more, uh, the easier it is for us to, I guess, commit time each week to uh, get out of our busy lives and do some football content. So I guess we'll get straight into the football. Uh, Tommy, how are you doing? Also, Sam, it's kind of, it kind of flips Zuckerberg off a little bit as well. It does. It all hides in. It all hides Zuckerberg off. Yeah. We don't don't want to be giving him money. No, no. And especially our money. No. Come on, man. No. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, we'll jump into some football. What have you got for us, Tommy? How are you going? Excellent. Everything is great. I've got two. I've got two weeks off now, and I can watch every game and totally immerse myself in this competition. And I'm almost coming around to like um, the the extra teams in the group, so that we have this. It's kind of it's a really open draw, and some ties have been thrown. We'll talk about obviously the games that happened first, but some of the ties have been thrown up really really open-ended and you can you don't know who's going to go through and it kind of yeah. just goes in the works. Yeah, we were having this discussion over Messenger a little earlier today, but um, I kind of feel, I do love the ties that the knockout round has thrown up with the round of 16, but I feel like we could have just gone, we may as well have just gone that extra step and had two more groups and the top two in each group go through and then you'd still have a round of 16. I just think... Uh, the heat of the group stage was kind of taken out a little bit, given a lot of teams uh, were always in a position to be able to scrape through with a third place spot. That's true. I think that feeds into the game that I watched last night. Um, was it Poland, Sweden? Yeah. Poland, yeah, Poland, Sweden. And I think Poland were one of the teams that have gone through as the third place team. Um, but no, that didn't necessarily. They finished bottom of the group, they're out. Are they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure both uh, third and fourth in that group are out. Uh, the late winner for Sweden sealed that. But, no uh, way. Yeah, if they're I gone. Com- if I got this completely wrong. Maybe, but I'm that's okay. To, um, I'm going to have to pull up the, um, the next group games now. I thought I saw Poland in there. I'm not sure why. Yeah, no, Poland, uh, they finished bottom of their group in the end. Um, Slovakia third and neither went through. Sweden went through top after that late winner from Kulusevski. Uh, they finished top of the group. Was it Kulusevski? I think it was Kulusevski. They finished top of the group, so they're through. Oh, what a pain. Has that just thrown a spanner in all your notes? No, not really. No, I was just thinking last <laughs> night. I just I wanted to try and tie in why I thought the, um, the 2014 com is not too bad. 
But now I was looking at it and reflecting, I'm thinking, oh, Poland were really going for that game because they needed to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, fucking, that goal really crushed them. I'm not, I'm yep. just trying to think that what flag did I see in the, uh, in the Austria? 16 games? Yeah, potentially. Red and white. Potentially. It was a cursory um, glance this morning and I was like, oh, shit, they went through. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, Sweden topped that one. Did you watch that game? Yeah, that was a great game. I thoroughly, dude, from top to bottom, that game is. I started out watching the Spain game. And then when that sort of it petered out, the 2 0, I flicked it over. And this was a much more entertaining spectacle. Yeah. There was some individual magic from both of their strikers. Uh, 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 what's his name? Emil Forsberg. Emil Forsberg. And yeah, the RB Leipzig midfielder. What a great return, dude. Yeah. And he was he was immense, not even with his goal scoring output, but just everywhere in the attacking third. Yep. He was my pick for uh, Sweden's top scorer. Got him at 11s on sports bets. So uh, ha- happy with that at the moment. He's on uh, three goals and the rest of the squad won. So yeah, let that ride. Definitely. Hopefully they lose uh, to nil against Ukraine. And then that bet <laughs> is uh, locked up. Um, unlike you, I spent I put more attention on the uh, the Spain game against Slovakia. Oh, well, this is good for the pod. Yeah, um, I, oh, I tell you what, this Spain side, um, I think they got a bit lucky last night. I know they won five nil, but I think they Slovakia looked like they looked like they had run their race and they'd put all their effort into the last two games and had nothing left in the tank really. Because once that first goal went in, uh, the wheels fell off, the floodgates opened, insert cliche here. Um, Spain just teed off on them. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> they, um, their group kind of set up the same way as North, Macedo- uh, North Macedonia, where they played kind of the easier fixtures, the easiest team, the second hardest team, and then the hardest team at the end. And so it does, it gives you a chance to gain some momentum if you can get a win in that first game. Belief is there, confidence is high, and you can maybe take that in. And then by yep. the third game, you don't need to be performing at your peak against Spain because you're already yep. through. But that obviously didn't happen for them. And there were some just insane individual errors in this game. Yeah. That in particular for that, was it the first goal that the keeper punches yeah, was- into the net? Um, just- real harsh too, because that keeper had a really good game. I thought he did too. Had yeah, there was some game. really good, really good one-on-one saves. Good like yep. saves from outside the box and stuff. But his, what, uh, what on earth is he doing? Yeah, he got it all wrong. That's for sure. Um, his team didn't give him much help throughout, though. But uh, you know, I'd be happy to see the back of this Spain side. To be honest, I'm not sure. Are they a bit dangerous coming into the knockout rounds? I think they have dangerous individual players. Um, as like a as a combined unit. I potted them before uh, in like the prediction pod that we did. Didn't quite come to fruition like a lot of my predictions, but they don't, they still don't seem as, you know, as strong as they obviously were, you know, 10 years ago. Um, yeah. they, they're definitely there to be beat. And, you know, I would be surprised if I saw them in the top four. Yeah. Um, in contrast to Spain, I guess, uh, going back to Sweden, Obviously, these two sides played each other in the first game of the group, and uh, we we were pretty uh, hard on Sweden, rightfully so. With their, <laughs> what do they have like fourteen percent possession or something like that? Um, I've never seen a game so low. But it's that point they got, and 
following it up with two pretty solid wins where they played good football. I guess they had a plan for the group stage and nailed it. Yeah, I think we've seen a few sides go through, um, at, at get out of the groups, just playing to a really particular plan that was solidified defense. And like England definitely springs to mind. But yeah, maybe that's maybe this is how you progress in tournaments. And there are some teams that are just happy to accept the fact now. Yeah, yeah. Well, for Sweden's case in particular, like obviously they would have seen having Spain the first game. Uh, they just forget football and just park the bus for 19, can get a result out of that. Mm. They're in pretty good shape. Even if they had lost that game, they still would have been in good shape. Um, that's true. You know? But even, um, I guess, even in the Slovakia game, they still gave up most of the ball. They only had 40-odd possession of the ball. Yeah. Uh, it was They had more shots, obviously. It was a bit they, more of an open game. They came out their shell a bit and tried to score goals of their own. So, yeah. Um, They've been great been... to watch Sweden. They've been really, of you know, of a team that I didn't think that I was going to enjoy to watch, you know, going into the tournament. Yeah. Sweden have really turned it on for me. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah. Um, we can go on to the other big games last night because the two, this so-called group of death, um, you know, another reason why I think the third place team going through is a bit of a dampener because at the end of yeah. the day, the three big boys in group F all got out at the expense of uh, 30s powerhouse Hungary. Yeah, the perennial champs. Now, the, yeah. that was so stoic is like a word that's thrown around a lot, but that stoic is definitely for Hungary. I thoroughly enjoyed every France was just it was yeah. one of the best games I've seen in so long. And the crowd, man, I, maybe it was it was probably the crowd factor as well. Yeah. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed all three of their group games. They were um yeah, they were exciting. They were exciting. Their football not great, but they just came out, ran about with a lot of energy. I think maybe the packed crowds in Budapest is what kicked it along a bit, but yeah. Did you catch last night's games? For sure. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't see Germany hungry. Um, I saw. I saw the highlights, but um, I just. I can't believe how you know how resolute Hungary were over these three games. And you know, you call it the group of death, and the way the tables finished with France going through on five points, which is the least amount of points of any other team to qualify through. I think that probably does resonate with yeah, group of death. Yeah. Um, but you're you're one hundred percent correct when you say that the third place team getting through definitely nullifies the excitement from it for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, it feeds into what we were saying before. There's probably um, eight more European nations that can come in and not just, you know, make up the numbers, actually hold their own. Yeah. Cause uh, when you look at it really like teams that you thought would be just making up the numbers, like your Macedonia's and Hungary's and um, even probably Austria, who have gotten through to the next round. Yeah, um, great show. There's plenty of other teams like that that could put up a, a fight at a, at a tournament like this where they're just given three games to throw everything at it. Um, you like Think of like countries like Serbia missed out. Um, yep. Bo- Bosnia not there. Um, Greece isn't here. Greece isn't here. Yeah, so plenty of plenty of contenders that uh, you could throw in. I reckon you just add, add the extra two groups, have 32 teams. Do it probably, yeah. Especially if the especially if the World Cup's going to bastardize uh, bastardize itself and go to forty eight teams or whatever it wants to do, yeah, for you sure. You can actually solidify the Euros as the premier, yeah. uh, international competition in the world. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Um, 
Should we give England a bit of airtime? Um, well, when you it came to mind, probably the most disappointing team and the one that is in there making up the numbers is in this group, and that's <laughs> poor old Scotland. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they had a torrid time this Euros. Um, they obviously put up a decent enough fight against England, but I think similar to they the Croatia, yeah, they got, they got their point. point. Similar to the Croatia game though with England, where England just probably. I don't know. If they could be bothered to put their foot on the gas just a little. I feel like they're going to cause a lot of teams problems, but they seem to not do it. I don't know. Am I missing yes. something there? I, I've listened to a few podcasts on this and um, there's a lot. And when you listen to Englishmen talk about their team as well, there's a lot of bias within, within what they're saying. So, like yeah. unconscious bias. They don't realize, but they are just propping their team up without like the basis to do it. But yeah. um, pretty much the consensus was uh, England are playing within themselves because that's how you win tournaments. So England are trying to be the new Italy. Uh, I just, guess so. I don't well, know. The old they? Italy. England are trying to be the old Italy, but yeah. they just win one nil, nil nil, do the job, get the points. You know, not he didn't. He hasn't really changed the team massively, and I think the biggest, um, uh, the biggest like exclamation point to what can happen with this England team going into the, going into the knockout stages is the performance of Saka against um, oh, on the third group game. He was immense. And he was like one of the yeah. first players that they've brought in that hasn't started the previous games. Pretty much the team has been rock solid, uh, but he, he is an example of what England have going into the knockout phases. Which I just, yeah, th- there's a lot more to come from them. I think. Yeah, I still I still have them tipped to go pretty far. I think uh, Germany have been better than I thought they would be. So I think the England versus Germany game in the next round is um it's a real flip of the coin to be honest. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's, I don't know. I don't like, think it's almost unfortunate for them to match up this early, man. Yeah, I think in the same way that um. England haven't looked especially great. I don't think they've been particularly challenged either. True. Because Croatia was, they were so poor against them. Um, Scotland put up a fight, but, you know, England probably, you know, they had their chances to kill that off. And uh, Czech Republic was Czech Republic. So, yeah. Yeah. Best uh, after the first 15 minutes, best to forget that game, I think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, the only other note I had from the end of that group was, um, I don't know if you saw the Croatia versus Scotland game the other night to finish mm-hmm. off, but um, Luka Modric's goal from the top of the box outside of the foot. Um, if you that. haven't seen it, yeah. Uh, listeners, if you haven't seen that, definitely go check that one out. That's a, um, he just showed his class, really. It's a, it's a thing of beauty. It is. It's all. Yep. It's like a. It's a crowning moment for what has been such a phenomenal career. Yeah, he's probably. Um, he's probably. He's certainly not the player he was at the World Cup, but he's still. Players like that, they just. It's one of those like classes permanent kind of cliches where, if the ball comes to him in that position, you know he's still going to be deadly. So yeah, yeah, it was good he's to ti- see. He's, he's a timeless player. And yeah. it's like um, it's like Lewandowski's uh, first goal um, in the game this morning. Yeah, just you give him an inch, and these guys are absolutely going to take it every yep. single day of the week. I was looking at the stats today for the goal scorers, and um, Lewandowski's three <laughs> goals 
one off his left foot, one off his right foot, and one off the head. Hey, perfect go. tournament. Yeah. What a player. Um, Such have a you got- shame the team around him could not bring it. <laughs> I know. Um, we did. We were skeptical about their squad going into it, so uh, probably fair in the end. Um, yeah. Do you have any other notes on the England group or... Um, I just obviously Calvin Phillips, huge shout out. There's yeah. a lot of players that have that have come into this England team. This is their first major tournament, and I I think they have shown up. I think maybe they are just a team that are getting the job done, and yeah. now we'll really see them go because they have they have to perform against Germany. They can't go half ass. They can't hide. Yeah, I think it's going to be a cracker because uh, Germany have their way. They're not going to just sit back and uh, you know they're going to come out and try and score goals. And that'll probably force England to do the same. Um, and I think England are good enough to match it with them, definitely, if not be better. So, sure. yeah. I think this should, this should be a shootout. And really, you need... Harry Kane is probably the most worrying uh, like feature of the England team going into this. Uh, he hasn't had any clear-cut chances. He has barely yeah. really registered a shot on target in three games. Yeah. And he's played like the vast majority of the minutes, so... That that is definitely something they need to remedy. I don't know what happens there. Maybe yeah. it's time to get Cavaluan on just to change or play like photo. Yeah, I don't know. I feel something. like if, play uh, the false nine. Like I feel like if that was going to happen, I feel like it would have been the third group stage game. Maybe I don't know. Do you take a? I don't know if a. I don't know if you'd have the guts to drop a player like Harry Kane. No, uh, never for a game of this size. I'm not sure I would either, to be honest. But um. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't drop him. No, for sure. No, I would not no. drop him. But if he's not done, if he's not registered a meaningful impact by 60 the first minutes, hour, yeah. I would seriously be questioning what, what, because he's obviously a distracted player at the moment, too, given yeah. all the transfer rumors going around. Yeah. Apparently, there's been a hundred million pound bid accepted for him. <laughs> this is like, this is crazy talk. Could you, and this is so negatively affecting him. I mean, it's, yep. It's a shame. But also, they obviously don't know how to play with a player like Harry Kane in this lineup. So they we'll should have, have taken to... Bamford. I maintain. <laughs> they should have taken Bamford. We'll see how that pans out. That's going to be a cracking game in the round of 16. Um, I wanted to swing across all the way back to Group A if I can. Um, Go on. Uh, we're going to talk about the eventual winners. We're going <laughs> to... Oh, oh, don't <laughs> jinx it. Uh, we're going to talk about the Italians because... Uh, we talked, them up. we talked them up big after the Turkey win in, group, in the first group game. And then they came out and uh, uh, did it again. Just <laughs> they won 3-0, 3-0, 3-0, 3-0, and was it 1-0, their last game? Yeah, 1-0. Um, and they put a few, they did a few rotations, um, mixed up the squad a bit. Uh, Mancini made a lot of subs, uh, a lot of changes, and made a few subs to give people a run in that game. Um, Pessina, I think it was who yeah, scored was, the goal in the last game. I had yeah. no idea who this guy is. Yeah, so. he's come from. He was playing Serie C like three or four years ago, wow. and now he's scored at the Euros. He plays for Atalanta. Um, cool. Yeah, a lot of unknown players in this squad. To if you don't watch, for if you don't watch Serie A, a lot of people won't know a lot of these players, and it was, obviously a lot of them aren't from Juve either. So. Um, like lots from around the mid-table clubs as well. So um, 
Mancini yeah, has solid. obviously done his homework. Like, this is a proper... And they smashed Wales, even though they only won one nil. They yep. belted them, man. Yeah, They had 23 shots to three. Like, come on, dude. 70% of the ball. Like, this team... This... this um, a friend of ours, Joe, put uh, put this crate. I thought it was a crazy bet when he put it on. It was Lukaku top scorer and Italy to win it. Yeah. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, actually, holy shit. He's like, <laughs> he really needs Portugal to get knocked out. Lukaku's got work to do. Lukaku's got work yeah. to do because Ronaldo's uh, banging in pens. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> you'd fancy Italy have Austria in the round of 16. So you'd fancy them to do a bit of another another kind of demolition job again. I don't know. This is a funny game. I think Austria are still underrated. They may have had uh, a weaker group than some of the other teams. Obviously, North yeah. North Macedonia, they beat... They uh, That was quite a game, actually, up until the 70th minute, and then yeah. they ran over them in the last 10. Um, they only just edged past Ukraine as well. So Austria, it's a funny one, isn't it? They could show up or, like you said, Italy could continue to steamroll teams yeah, and really I, assert their dominance. I still think even if they if Austria show up, the way this Italy side is drilled at the moment is... Um, you reckon they're that good? If Italy do... Well, they're, they're that good to beat Austria. If Italy show up and just do their job that they've been doing, um, even to three quarters of that level, I think they'll comfortably get past Austria. Nice. So you're going for an Italy minus two play? <laughs> Don't know about that. Don't know about minus two, but... That'd be good um, money, man. Good yeah. money. They'll be... Uh, you'd like to think they're heading through. That game is on the 27th of June. What does that make which, that? Sunday what is that? Um, yeah. 4.30 Sunday morning, our time. Okay. Um, and it's on after... The other team I wanted to talk about was Denmark. They play Wales. Oh. They play Wales at 1.30 Saturday morning. A Wales team who probably don't deserve to be through into the knockout stages. And Denmark, what a turnaround what makes from you Denmark. Say, hang on. Hang yeah, on. You're just going to hang shit on Wales for what reason? I'm sorry. Because they've been poor. How have they been poor? They've been poor. I thought they were very good against Turkey. Yeah, so is everyone. Yeah, but that's, that's you know, we're talking <laughs> about Italy steamrolling teams. Okay, cool. They did do that. Yes, yeah. they won multiple games by three goals. But, you know, Wales convincingly beat them 2-0. And yeah. I, I thought in the Switzerland game, they really dug deep and they fought hard and they showed a team that has a resilience when they go behind as well. I don't think Wales should be counted out, especially because they've just got that X-factor bail, man. If he rocks up, Maybe the game changes completely. Is he gonna rock up? Has he rocked up yet? Uh, yeah, probably in Aaron Ramsey's showed a bit in the Turkey game. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Ramsey showed a bit. Um, I don't know. I just yeah, I don't think they've been too great. But what I really want to talk. Yeah, go on. I was gonna say Italy only beat them one nil. This is you know this is a team that I think is better than what we're making out. This was the Italy side that did all their rotations in the third game, though, and were through. So, yeah. you know, there was still some, there um, was some Welsh rotation, too. Yeah, I know. I, I just don't think they're particularly good. Well, basically, my point is I think uh, the side we're going to talk about now, Denmark, will get past them. I think they'll go through. Uh, Denmark, what a turnaround after losing their first game, game in the group, the Ericsson incident, um, oh, then yeah. coming out and losing to Finland. 
one nil, mm. and then just turning it around with some. So they've scored some fantastic team goals throughout the group stage. I can't think yeah. off the top of my head the, you know, the scorers and whatnot, but I remember like Paulson goal. Uh, yeah, Paulson got a couple, hasn't he? Um, yeah, the one against Russia that was a great goal. Yeah, and just similar to Hungary, the the vibes in Copenhagen just looked awesome. So it was good to see. They definitely crashed the St. Petersburg party as well to go to Russia and just bang, blow that straight yeah. open. How good, man. Yeah. How good. Yeah. Emphatic. Denmark. And it needed to be for them to qualify. And that's that's yeah. a team that obviously had a goal before the game and executed it. And that's Wales-Denmark will probably be one of the best games of the round of 16, I think. Yep. Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's going to be a few. Um, that one definitely looking forward to. Pretty watchable time to 1.30. Sunday morning Definitely. slash Saturday night. Um, Gives me a good excuse to stay in. Yeah, it's going to make it tough to stay up for that Italy game, though, I tell you, isn't it? Well, you won't, you won't watch it. Sunday too. <laughs> oh, it depends. Depends. If I have a good day on the pun, I might be up and about, but we'll yeah. see. Um, so after... So, yeah, I guess we can just go through these knockout fixtures. On That's on Sunday morning. Wales versus yeah, Denmark and Italy versus Austria. And then Monday morning... You can probably sleep in until four. Um, Netherlands play the Netherlands play the Czech Republic in Budapest. Oh my god! And then yeah, not keen. But Belgium versus Portugal at four thirty in Seville. That I think is uh, that's a tasty (laughs) fixture, a really tasty fixture. Yes, this is what the third place teams throw up, man. This whole arrangement of the of the fixtures it leaves open these great. Like we've got Wales, Denmark on one side, and then fucking Belgium, Portugal on yeah. another side. This is great. This is what you want to see. Yeah, I still maintain if they just had the two extra groups, those teams could still go through and just do it properly. But yeah, yeah, but they, they may not play each other until the next round. But nonetheless, maybe well, you'd still this have a round of be a fantastic game. Yeah, who do you um, think wins? I think, I honestly don't know. Portugal were pretty leaky in terms of chances. I was looking very Patricio's right up there for most saves, excluding the like Macedonian keeper and Finland keeper, you know, the sides that have kind of been, yeah, had a lot of shots at him. Uh, Portugal leaked chances, but they're just so, they're still pretty solid. And their attack going forward, like we've said, incredible. I guess Belgium are pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, they are kind of they're kind of um, like for like teams, aren't they? In the way it that seems they, that way, yeah. They kind of pin their hopes on one goal scoring outlet and then try and put as many attacking flair players in behind them as they can. Yeah, I think um, I think Kevin De Bruyne is going to be the difference. I think he's the standout player in the in both teams, and it 100%. should see Belgium through. Yeah, he's probably the most exciting player in the world to watch at the moment. I think. I'm yeah. actually, I'm, I'm prepared to say that. Yeah, he's put, he is the most exciting player in the world to watch at the moment. Yep, There's I a agree. few contenders, that, but he is just something special. The 20 minute performance that he had off the bench where he uh, set that goal up is just, yeah, he was, he was mercurial. You couldn't get yeah. anywhere near him. I just can't believe that this is the same player that I watched running around at Wolfsburg, you know, yeah, and that, uh, see at Chelsea as well Chelsea almost ruined it yeah yeah. and then people say oh you know like how stupid are Chelsea for selling him or whatever but like you just don't know 
a player is going to just turn into that sort of a talent. Exactly. You have or no idea. If it's, the, if it's the right environment for a player to do that kind of thing as well. Yeah. So a change of environment does a lot for a player. I always had this conversation about Serge Nabry as well. Um, yeah. At Bayern Munich. Great example. At Arsenal, he honestly showed nothing like all the time. Went back to Germany, went to, I think it was Werder Bremen, started taking the piss, got signed by Bayern. He was on loan at West Brom and um, the West Brom yeah. manager at the time, it might have been Roy actually, Roy Hodgson. He said he wasn't good enough to play for West Brom. Yeah. And then off he went. Um, Arsenal cashed in what little they could off him because he was still fairly young, but just was showing nothing. All of a sudden went back to Germany, goes to, you know, change of environment, change of scenery, goes to, I think it was Werder Bremen, started taking the piss, buy and sign him, keeps taking the piss. And now he's got all those better players around him and he's an international yep. footballer. Yep. So and he's he's in a he's a medal winner. He's a trophy yeah. winner. Yep. He's just he's doing it all now. Um on those two those two knockout games, who do you think gets through? I think we're backing Netherlands to beat Czech Republic, maybe. I would, yeah. I'm not crazy. Not convincingly. On I'm not crazy on either of those two teams. So you know Do you think could, uh, this could be an extra time game? Uh potentially just turn it on. Potentially yeah. another soft draw for Netherlands, like because we we said they probably got the softest group. Um, and then there are a few soft ones in there, but yeah, and then definitely... they've come through and got Czech Republic in the knockout. I think looking at all the other teams in the knockout round, they'd be happy to get a team like Czech Republic. So oh, yeah, we'll have them, and then I think we're both taking Belgium, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, you're Not... gonna go Belgium too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Just you've convinced me with the De Bruyne factor. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty uh, much all. Yeah, that's the only yeah, thing I've got for them. I can't wait to see that game, though. It's going to be a cracker. I have it's no gonna be, idea how it's going to go. Um, Definitely over 2.5 goals. Yeah. The next one I'm not so sure about. This is uh, Tuesday morning at 1.30 in Copenhagen. Croatia versus Spain. Hello. Both teams probably considering how their group went, how they uh, where they finished up, would be okay with this draw, I think. Yeah, they'll both, both be fancying their chances to beat each other for sure. For sure, I think Spain more would fancy their chance to be honest. Yeah, um, but this this Croatia team they've still got that world class talent within it, so yeah, uh, you know, that only only what was it three years ago they were playing uh, a world cup final, so yeah, I think this Croatia side, um of all the teams they could have got, if they were going to get a big team in the next round, this is, this is the one they would have wanted. Um, their most likely chance of the result because Spain have looked pretty disjointed at times. And Croatia obviously still do have a, they have goal scoring threat. They just haven't been able to quite get it working for them yet, but maybe that win against Scotland will, will give them a bit of a boost. It's a flip of a coin that one, I think, but I'm leaning towards Spain. Yeah, no, it's a definite G up for Croatia that win. Massive, massive boost to their chances. But I agree with you. I think Spain are probably probably going to get this one. They probably uh, just create too many chances. Yeah. A few more chances. Their, their third game in the group, they were completely dominant, really. Yeah. Um, and they were very fluid and there was a lot of attacking chances. And I think the second goal, when you've got your striker, uh, Marata, peeling out wide and whipping in balls like that, um, yep. to the center back like you know this is a team that probably is more of a weapon than we're giving them credit for yeah for sure um 
That takes us into the game in Romania at uh, 4.30. <laughs> All places, Yeah, man. in Bucharest. Um, I told you, they were sharing the tournament around. France versus I Switzerland. Like but Romania isn't even in the tournament, so... No. Doesn't it just seem a little bit odd? Maybe. It would That's be fine. like having the A-League... It'd be like having the A-League Grand Final this weekend in Canberra. And you'd be like, why are we doing this? Yeah, probably. But yeah, <laughs> France versus Switzerland. Good game. Really yeah. good game. I think Switzerland are going to lock in, set up shop. They've probably watched what you know Hungary and previous teams have done now. And you can get it, France, actually, if you're really yeah, composed. I think they organized. fancy themselves to get a goal. Um, uh-huh. I think France, this is where they probably just start to take it up a gear. I think they have to. Yeah. They have to, at some point, if they're serious about winning this, like they're obviously favorites. A lot of people have picked them to win it. Um, so they're probably feeling the pressure, but um, they have the talent in this team to beat Switzerland. It's just whether they take it up a gear or not. There's a, there's a few players in this France side that haven't scored goals yet or haven't like meaningfully contributed to like a really nice phase of play. And I think, they're going to come out chomping at the bit. They yeah. have to be absolutely raring to go for this. And they need to set because that like our eyes are now on Italy and we're talking about Belgium winning it. And I think if France want to assert any dominance that they have, being the World Cup winners, and still we're not we're not talking them up as the favorites as this competition, maybe. Like you said, a lot of people have picked them, but you know, now we're looking at other teams that are performing at a much higher capacity than them. So they really do. This is a great draw for them as well because they can come out and win by multiple goals really com- like convincingly. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is an intriguing contest. So we're both taking France? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah 100%. I, th- I think yeah. they'll come out and roll them. I think you'll see 4-1, 5-1, something like that. It'll be a yeah. big margin. Yeah, so that brings us to the last two that we've already touched on a little. Um, England played Germany at Wembley. Oh, what a game. This is and, this uh, is the game of the, yeah. even if we even if we didn't have the English Premier League ties and everything like that colonization in this country, we would <laughs> we would still be looking at this game thinking this is the best one. Yeah, um, I like I said before, flip of the coin. Not really sure who to back here. England, if they take it up a gear, capable of banging a lot away. Germany have kind of they kind of have taking it up a gear but sometimes not like they're just i don't know what they're doing at the moment but these two teams they, a bit of a crunch time for these two teams these two teams are coming to like a probably a climax with their two coaches at the moment mm-hmm. and this is this game will play a huge part in uh the respective managers international careers i think definitely no, definitely. It's waistcoat versus smelly fingers. And <laughs> look, I don't, I don't know who I want to see win. Smelly fingers. I really just probably smelly fingers. I just, I think, yeah, Germany, they just switch off for periods of the game and yeah. they go missing for like 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. And yep. their opponents have been capitalizing massively when that happens. Yeah. And England can do that. They, we've seen them, they've played in fits and starts in all three group games so far. We know we can turn, they can turn it on in a 10-minute period. So it's going to be a good game. I think yeah. England probably edge it. I, um, I feel a bit similar England, about England it. England on penalties. <laughs> if it goes to penalties, they're not winning. Um, England on penalties. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely want Germany to win. 
but I think I think England might edge it out maybe an extra time. It wouldn't surprise me to see a dull nil all or something, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. goes to extra time and England snag one or goes to penalties and someone someone obviously wins. Someone slips. But yeah, <laughs> so we'll keep an eye on that one. I think we're both just taking England just. Just what time yep. is that on? When is that? One uh, thirty a.m. Wednesday morning. It's a good time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. And then yeah, the last, the last game of the round of sixteen in Glasgow is Sweden versus Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen enough of either these, either of these two teams really. I've seen a bit more of Sweden than I've seen of Ukraine. Um, if I had to pick one, I'd definitely, definitely picking Sweden on their, the way they turned around the group ended up finishing top of it after getting a point against Spain. So yeah, I'll be, I'm taking brilliant. Sweden in that one. They're definitely flying at the moment, Sweden, uh, playing with all sorts of confidence. That last minute winner as well, they're going to go into this game thinking we should win this. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Ukraine have good individual players, I think. Uh, Yarmolenko may have the goal of the tournament so far, debatable. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, they've got an attacking threat and they are playing with some kind of structure and fluid motion as well. So, I was impressed with what I saw. I watched Ukraine versus Macedonia and or North Macedonia should make that distinction. Um, and they were, they were good. I thought they were good. So this would be a contest for sure. Um, yeah. But they won't win. I don't think Ukraine. No, I, I can Sweden, see. Um, extra yeah, I can time, definitely, I think, definitely maybe. see. I think Sweden win it in normal time, maybe even by yeah. two. I think they're just, they're, they're just good enough. Uh, Ukraine, I don't think have enough in their locker. So. That's that. Yeah. It's time for Alexander Ishak to come to life as well. He has not done anything yet. No, he was our big pick as a young player to watch out for this tournament. Um, yeah. Hasn't has gone his way. Know, I don't know that there has been a young player that's really stood up yet. And it's, it's really a tale of the older players with Ronaldo being the top scorer and you yeah. know, Lewandowski obviously scoring good goals and Sterling kind of coming to into his own this tournament scoring his first international goals so yeah you know these are old established players maybe it's it's a really interesting tournament i think um the the other one i'd mention um showing a little bit of italy bias but maybe not um would be manuel locatelli yeah uh the sassuolo midfielder because when he clubs he was at he was at ac milan for a while and um could either be really good or not great. We'd have patches where he'd be really good for a month and then disappear for a few months. They ended up letting him go to Sassuolo. And now there's talk of Juve signing him, obviously, because he scored two for Italy at a major tournament. But yeah. Of course. Yeah, Juve need to have him now. Obviously, yeah. he's their player. Um, oh, you got- holy shit. Dude, I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize Spain beat Slovakia by five. <laughs> yeah, it was five nil in the end. It was a drubbing. It went, it got we a bit really it got a bit out of control. It. No, we didn't need to. Oh, shit. Big result. No, no. the guy that I wanted to bring up um, was Sarabia, who I thought has been really, really good. Yeah. I thought he had another really good game as well. He was pretty he's, much involved in everything he's exciting at about. PSG? PSG, yeah. Yeah, from Sevilla. Yeah. I believe, yeah. No, he's been, but again, he's been okay, yeah. Another 20, he's 29, so another established yep. player too. Yeah, really announcing themselves in this tournament. Yeah, lots to come. Very lots to exciting, come. man. Lots to come. I think it's. Um, I think it's. Has it lived up to your expectations so far? Yeah, I think it's been pretty good. Yeah, I've loved it. I'm uh, just heading into 
about to get real busy over the next two weeks. So probably not going to get to see a lot of games live, going to be catching up on replays and highlights. So yeah, that, that'd be disappointing, but um, it has been excellent so far, I think. So yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, oh, have you got... is that the first one? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> if you've got no more notes, you might just leave it there and wrap it up. Yep. Good time to do it, I reckon. Yep. Lovely. Um, if you've reached this point of the pod, just remember, like we said at the start, if you want to go check us out on Facebook, uh, get engaged with us, hit likes, change those settings so we can, uh, you'll see our, all the memes that we still can pop up in your, in your news feeds and you can uh, get around it and have some laughs. Tell your mates, have a good one. I don't, I don't believe in crediting other people for their work. <laughs> Fuck Zuckerberg. Ciao.